Sometimes it can take you a long time to learn something, and that was definitely the case for me. My birthday's coming up, and today I want to share with you some of the things I've learned, especially when it comes to addiction. Because the truth is that while you think you have it together, your addiction can be brewing beneath the surface, and it's easy to slip. But it doesn't have to take you as long as it took me to learn these things. You don't have to be an old dog like me. Just saying. Are you just so tired of feeling broken? Do you want to take a deep breath and know that everything's going to be okay? That even when you slip, you have something to fall back on? Listen, I see you. Welcome to the Broken to Bless podcast. Here you'll find answers as we shine a light on some of the deepest inner struggles and spiritual battles we face today. My mission is to help you build a strong foundation of faith, kick old mindset habits to the curb, and refocus on what really matters. Hi there, I'm Randy, a wife, a mom, and saved by grace. I've struggled with depression, anxiety, and addiction issues since forever. But after surrendering to God in 2020, my life did a 180. He gave me a new heart, a new purpose, and a new life. It didn't matter that I was broken, because I'm made whole with Him, and you can be too. It's never too late for us to be redeemed. God has a good plan for each of us and a path for restoration. So if you're ready to live by faith, find peace, be present, and trust where your life is going, then listen up. It's time to let go of who you think you are and step into who God created you to be. Let's do this. Hello. I hope you're having a good day today and that you're ready for today's episode. It's my birthday coming up and yeah, it's like that big milestone birthday that a lot of people dread. I'm kind of indifferent on it, you know. Um it is what it is, but I swear if somebody gets me one of those little like walking canes that says over the hill with one of those little honky horn things, I have told everybody that I will beat them with it. And sorry you just heard that little sound. That was my phone. That was a notification. <laughs> Ignore that. Anyway, enough about birthdays. You know, there's a saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and this is so true because we get stuck in our ways. You know, that's that's what that saying means. It's as we get older, it's really hard to teach us new things because we kind of just we've been around for X amount of years and, you know, we know better because we've been there, done that. Right. And so it's really hard as you get older. It's it's hard to listen to new information and it's hard to change your mind on things because the older you get, the more you get stuck and you just you have the way that you do things. And, you know, we start on a path. And many times when we get too far down that path, we don't know how to turn around. You know, that was and that was the case for me. So today I just want to share some things that took me almost, you know, 40 years to learn. And I hope you get something out of it. So number one, this is important. I am a sinner. I know it's hard to believe, right? I know I, I, I don't ever make mistakes. Um, but it says, there is no one who does good, not even one, in Psalm 14, 3. And this was a hard pill for me to swallow, I'll be honest with you. You know, my entire adult life, I was like, I'm not a sinner. When I would hear that, like, oh, we are sinners, I, would, I was offended. 
You know, as a non-Christian, I was absolutely offended by that statement. I was like, you don't even know. You don't even know the things that I have done, that I have been through, and I have tried so hard. And I, I'm a good person, okay? I do things every day. I try to be a good person. So don't you dare call me a sinner, right? That's something that I really did carry around for, for the majority of my adult life. Um, I didn't understand what it meant to be a sinner And really, to be a sinner just means that every day we are going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, to admit that you're a sinner. That is a powerful statement because you recognize that you're going to make a mistake, that you're going to screw up. You know, it doesn't mean that you are a screw up. It just means that you're going to make screw ups. So that was number one. That was really hard for me to understand for a long time. And number two is even though I am a sinner, God loves me anyway. So even though I make mistakes every morning when I get up, I make mistakes. He's still going to love me anyway. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So even though we mess up, he still, he died for our sins. He died for us and God loves us even though we mess up. The third thing that it took me forever to learn is that it is faith plus works. Okay. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace ye are saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. James 2, 17 through 20 says, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So, It didn't matter if I thought, you know, that I was a good person, quote unquote, because without faith, I became proud. I became boastful even. Okay. I started to measure my worth based on what I did every day. And we all know that pride comes before a fall. Okay. Humility comes before humbleness. And so it's a very dangerous thing when you take faith out of the equation and you just have works. And there's so many people out there right now, and myself included, before I came to God, um, you know, I believed that every day, you know, that I was naturally good and that I was just trying to be a good person every day and that God knew my heart and God knew that I was trying And I didn't need to do any of the other things with faith. I didn't need to have faith in God. I didn't need to pray to God. I didn't need to read the Bible. I didn't need to do any of these things because I was a good person and I was doing my best, right? And that is a common thing that people do. And I'm not, I'm not knocking it and being like, how dare they? I mean, listen, look, I'm telling you, I was there. Okay. I was there not that long ago. Okay. Um, But it took me a long time to understand that it is not what I do every day. It is faith plus works. And 
like I just read, it says, show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Because naturally, when you decide, you make the decision that you're going to live your life for the Lord, okay, you start to do things that you know the Lord would be pleased with. And you start to live your life according to how you feel the Lord would want you to live based on what is said in the Bible, okay? And that's also like, you can't just be a believer. You can't just be like, well, I believe, but then I'm gonna go and do what I want, okay? You can't just say, well, but I believe in Jesus Christ and and I go to church on Sunday and then live your life however you want the rest of the week. It doesn't work that way either because it's faith plus works. You have to do the work. Number four, the fourth thing I learned was while I foolishly thought I had a handle on my addictive habits, addiction popped up in other ways, all right? And this is what I really want to focus on, okay? So they say that while you're in recovery, your addiction is out in the parking lot doing push-ups, okay? And really, this is just another way of saying that while you think you have a handle on it, If you're not really creating a solid foundation, and in my humble opinion, that solid foundation is faith, your addiction is really just getting stronger. It's bubbling beneath the surface, right? And if you're not careful, the moment that you feel any kind of pressure or stress, you're going to return to that addiction. And it's going to be seven times stronger. Like a dog who returns to his vomit, so fools repeat their folly. And that's Proverbs 26, 11. So my addiction, really what ended up happening is my addiction morphed into other issues, okay? So I may not have been drinking or smoking, right? But I was developing serious anxiety. Um, I had depression and and I, I, I ended up developing, I guess, what is recognized now as like a new eating disorder, which is called orthorexia. And it's an eating disorder in which you are trying to eat the healthiest foods and you have an extreme fear of eating anything that is unhealthy. And I absolutely have struggled with that. I struggled with that for almost a decade. And so even though I wasn't doing one thing, I traded one addiction for another, okay? I started to be addicted to this idea of being healthy and what does healthy mean? And there was good foods and there was bad foods. And if I ate the bad foods, that made me a bad person. And there was all these things wrapped up in that addiction. So what took me so long to understand is that I needed to build a solid foundation of faith and I needed to put God first. Okay. I didn't need to put myself first because when I started to put myself first, that's when I started to have problems, right? Um, I started to get hyper-focused on myself and all the decisions that I had to make, even down to what I was eating, what I was eating, what I was thinking, what I was doing. And I really just made my entire life about works. And in doing so, um, I actually made my addiction, my addictive habits worse. And I really spiraled out of control. Okay. But to end on a good note, because I want to end on a good note. And I want to give some application here. So it took me a long time to understand these things, but it doesn't have to take you as long as it took me. The real solution rests in repentance, okay? Seeking the Lord, 
and asking for forgiveness, asking him to come into your life, asking him to heal you of your addiction and that he change your heart. And then it's about taking action. No amount of willpower is going to save you from yourself. You have to build a strong foundation of faith. You have to change your mindset from what you want to what the Lord wants. And that's where you'll see real transformation happen. When you give yourself fully to the Lord and you make the decision to walk with him. And that took me until I was 36, okay, to start. It really did. And it took me almost another four years to understand how to put it into practice. Because when I came to church, I didn't understand where I was going. I didn't understand what it meant. All I knew is that I was willing to give it a shot. And it took me, it took me a long time to start to understand these concepts and start to wrap my head around it. And it sounds like kind of ridiculous to someone that has been raised in church. It's like, well, yeah, duh. Okay. Like, yeah, we are all sinners. But if you weren't, if you weren't raised in church and you were, you were raised essentially by the world and the world's values and the world's um, opinion on things, these are very hard concepts to, to come to. It's like I said, it's a hard pill to swallow, but I'm still learning. I'm still growing and I'm still submitting to the Lord. And I am just, I'm very happy that, you know, yeah, I'm having this big birthday coming up, okay? But it feels good to know that I'm finally on the right path. I finally feel that I did turn around. You know, I was stuck on that other path for a very long time. And I really did. There were so many times where I knew I was going down the wrong path. I just didn't know how to get out of the woods. Like, I didn't know how to turn around. It felt scary to turn around. It felt, you know, weird and crazy. And just, I did not know how, you know, I felt like I was too far gone. And I don't ever want you to feel like you're too far gone. I really don't. Cause there is always, we can always change. You don't have to be an old dog. Okay. You can learn new things. You can change. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to start over. It's never too late to come to the Lord. It's not. And I just pray that you do the same, friend. That if you are struggling, that if you feel that you're too far gone, just know that you are not. You are absolutely not. The Lord, He is He is the great shepherd and He will come after you. He will help you. He will be there for you. He will leave the 99 and He will come after the one. Okay? So that's it for today, friends. Thank you so much for listening. And I really do pray that this blesses you. And if you haven't already, please be sure to give this podcast your review and star rating. You can also head over to brokentobless.com and sign up for weekly emails so I can send you notifications about new podcasts, plus some extra encouragement each week. I pray you have a blessed day and I'll catch you next time.